Welcome back to the next part of this Truth and Rhythm episode. Be sure to subscribe to this channel. If you've already done so, please share it with friends. Also become a member by joining Truth and Rhythm on Patreon or consider donating at funkinstuff.net. Thank you so much for your interest and support. Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it's really good too, man, that, you know, anybody watching this is going to see, you know, all of these guys that are like, musical uh, if not heavyweights middleweight you know light heavy or whatever but you know either way we're old dogs in the game and only a fraction of this conversation is about sharps and flats you know mm -hmm. uh, so much of this is about life music is life mm -hmm. food is life right. all of this stuff is life and all we're trying to do is do what we can so that we can keep living and so that everybody else listening Maybe they'll pick up a stick here and say, maybe I can do X, A, B, C, X, Y, Z to keep yeah. living also. And my wife made a, a, a very brilliant observation. By the way, uh, I'm going to tell Donna that I spoke with you, Tommy. <laughs> anyway, she said that when people come to see you, all they want to do is forget about their problems. If they're listening to you, even positive or negative, they're checking you out and they're not thinking about what they got to go through at home. You have done your job. Right. Yeah. Which is why it's essential for you to be there and be on time and give the people what they've paid their hard earned money for and not get on stage and tell them how blessed they are that you even showed up. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know what you talk about. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm I, I'm, offi I'm offended by that, quite frankly. Me too, man. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. you know, we work too hard to have the opportunities to play these places. Um, you know, I, I live in Atlanta where they used to have the Royal Peacock Theater here um, that only that Little Richard and Gladys Knight and Ray Charles and um, all the all the artists that were from here. They couldn't <laughs> play the Fox Theater. And Is that on Auburn? Um, it, well, it, I think it might've been on Auburn, yeah. but it, it doesn't exist anymore. Right. I know. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, um, and it should, because it's, really? it's just the it's history behind it. But I mean, they had to play there because they couldn't play in the other houses. You, you know, there were places that we couldn't go. There were places that, yeah, you can play on stage, but you coming in the back door. Right. Yeah. You know, and all of that kind of stuff. And then for you to stand on stage and disrespect that legacy like that. And, you know, somebody's fortunate to you're lucky my blood rot. You come to see me. Uh, who the hell do you think you are? 
You know, you are pissing on the graves of Dinah Washington. (laughs) You are pissing on the graves of Dinah Washington and Ray Charles and James Brown and all of all of these people who made it possible for you to even go anywhere and be heard and seen. You know, know. I got a quick story, man. My band was guilty of that. Dick Clark asked us to be on American Bandstand and we were honored. So we went there, set up. Everybody knows you lip sync on American Bandstand. Sure. Everybody does it. It's not Soul Train. Right. At, at well, no, we lip sync on Soul Train, Train too. But no, but yeah. not in my day. We actually played live in 73. Yes. Yeah, uh, there were, there were three artists too. that were live yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so yeah. we're all set up, ready to go. And here comes Mr. Clark, right? And, he, and he's going, so where's the band? And the band pulls up. You know what? We don't play live. We don't play. And I'm going, what? What kind of attitude is that? I don't understand. This is this is American Bandstand. Now, we're not doing it. Do you know the band packed up? And Dick Clark came to us and, he, and he's like scratching his head and he's looking at us. I don't understand what you guys just blew. Anything that I would ever do for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you know so it's, it's it, the ego was, it, it, it didn't pop. It got bigger, you know, and and it, and it, and it lasted decades, you know, and 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 that's the kind of attitude that we're talking about. Yeah, you no, know? I mean that that's, I'm, and I'm not saying this to diminish anybody's credibility, but that is the difference between knowing a band like Cameo or like Lakeside or one of those bands. Now, ask somebody if they know Mandrill. They may yeah. know the music, but they don't yeah. know the band. You're you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you ask somebody if they know cameo. Oh yeah, the the red thing, you know, yeah, sure. But you know, you know Lakeside, oh yeah, the pirate thing, yeah. Because you saw you we know, man, you had to go out and do the work. I don't give a rat's ass if it was a car wash opening or whatever it was, but you showed up and you gave a thousand percent every time. This yeah. is what you did. You didn't even get up there and go. Man, it ain't but 20 people out here. 20 people finna catch rat. Cause that's that's what we get ready to do. <laughs> you know, if if they don't tell us to get your ass back on the bus because we gotta get out of here, then right, we get they ready to tell go you out to here. They gotta climb, they gotta get you off the stage. <laughs> right. Those 20 I mean, people talk- pay good money to see you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, you can and talk got babysitters and did whatever they had to do. Whatever. It's your job. It's yeah. your yeah, it's job. your job. It yeah. is your job. Is I'm it not- your spirit? Yes. Is it creative? Yes. It's a whole bunch of things. But if you're doing this professionally, it is your job first and foremost. If somebody's cutting you a check, that means somebody else paid. So somebody paid to come and see you do your job. Do it the best you can. I know you sick, baby. Get up and take you some Tylenol and get your ass out there on that stage and, and make like you're <laughs> loving it. It's so funny. That's the one thing I've always, even without even thinking about it, that was one thing that was always paramount to me, no matter what. I don't care if it was two people, because, you know, we came from the New York City players, man. We were, before Cameo, it was the New York City players. We we were in a red van driving up and down the East Coast, East Coast yeah. out of Michigan to, to, to do cover songs and, and, you know, in the dead of night and, and Dog winner. Yep. You know? 
Paying happy to do it. Dudes, as they say, and happy to do it at 18, 19, 20 years old. That's right. So it wasn't even a matter of uh 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 yeah, this is uh, grumbling. No, no, none of that shit. It was like it's well, it's this is what I was gifted to do. I'm like, I'm do I'm living my dream right here. Yeah. This is yeah. what I you know, so it wasn't even a matter of, you know, that kind of stuff, man. You you know, no, 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 you you play because people pay to see you. You play yeah. because you love it, first of all. Yeah. That's what you you love what you do, but you but you don't grumble. You play because the people have paid and you honor that. See you. You are, you know, that is a gift, man. You and pride and pride in your craft. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a that's an exchange. Yeah, that, that's the exchange. What if what if Freddie Boy used to tell me when we was coming up, he would say, Your mama ain't asked you to do this. <laughs> you know, you better get your ass out there on that stage. But I don't feel good. Uh-huh. They didn't feel good either, but they paid. You know, That's right. yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how many gigs I did sick, you know, I mean, really sick, yeah. you know, but it's like these people, they pay good money to see us. I'm yeah. e even right. Even in riots, we yeah. still play where we should have left like everybody else, <laughs> you know, but but it's a, it was it comes down to the music and, and the people. It's in yeah. that exchange is something that. Wow. And these ticket about. prices now. Oh, my oh, God, yeah, man. It's crazy. Ooh, ooh. I did not see Beyonce. I'm gonna go to the theater. But yeah, I'm gonna see. Yeah, I'm gonna spend thirteen dollars and go see. <laughs> yeah, bro, you know what I mean. But I wasn't spending five hundred dollars. I just could could ooh. rationalize that in my spirit. It wasn't. Mm -mm. <laughs> you know, I look at all of that stuff like the movies. You know, don't go see it when it first come out and pay all of that. It's going to end up in cable at some point. Oh yeah, well, I knew she was going to do it. If yeah. you're going to invest, invest in a good size TV so you get that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> It'll sound better, too. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Less people standing all over you, all that yeah. kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Oh, man. And when I see those yeah, ticket wife, stubs my... from those mandrel festivals, like, oh, my gosh. Bucks. You're talking like seven fifty six. I got one of those. I somebody found one a cameo ticket. I think I don't know who else was on the bill, but it was from seventy nine. It's like five seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, man. can you imagine? Who remembers, who remembers festival style at Cap Center in D.C.? <laughs> oh no, I, you know I'm a West Coaster. Oh, festival style. Festival style, yeah, no seats. You just buy a ticket. Oh, yeah, just all on the floor. Over. Oh, right. eight dollars. Yeah. You would see five of the best bands out in one show. Oh, yeah, five. Well, I remember those original funk festivals at the LA Coliseum. I mean, because they were funk festivals. Now you got Erica Badu, uh, Raheem Devon. I'm like, where is the funk? And they call really? it funk, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. The funk. funk festival. The funk festival is now the jazz festival. It ain't even <laughs> jazz. But that's what I mean. Anything but jazz funk. Festival. What you got? What you got? Barcades, Confunction, Lakeside, SOS. That sounds like more like a funk festival. Now that's a, a funk festival. Yeah. You got cameo on there too. I see. Yeah. Cameo, yeah. You, All this, of that. Is, this is the gig that I was telling you about that we did with you, and it was on my birthday. On June nineteenth at the Capitol Center. Wow! Yeah, amazing. Yeah, they tore that place down. I cried. Did they really? It's gone. It's gone. It's been gone. It's been gone. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to rock that joint. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 
I love that place. Yeah. Cameo, Cameo was the loudest, the fucking loudest funk band as, until T's came because we were like, we will not be louder than us, God dang it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we go to see Cameo, I'm like, okay, we got to get past this. <laughs> we got to we gotta do it. Oh, yeah, that's man. That's my left ear is a little less... Uh, uh-huh uh-huh and that's, that's and that's another issue with us too is is hearing yeah. hearing um, man. and um again um music cares um they were going around they i think you can still do it but they will come and mold your ears for earplugs um and so i got a pair i keep them in my um keep them in my backpack um oh. just for for good old house music events when i want to get close to the front you know uh. Cause it's way too loud for me. <laughs> yeah, man. Audio help is important. You're standing in front of Mike Hampton. Oh, dear he God. Was so loud that the pitch would drop. <laughs> That's loud. That's loud. When That's you play loud. something E and it drops down to E flat, that is loud. Oh, you need to check your ears for blood. Think that it only happens <laughs> over like a course of uh, a couple of years or something. You could do that one time and it'll mess your hearing up for life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not good. Greg, you did that Beverly <laughs> Theater show, right? Yes. Yeah, that show and Cameo at the Hollywood Palladium were two of the loudest shows I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, we will we ain't take no prisoners, man. <laughs> Pump up the volume. <laughs> right. So Who's out there uh, right now uh, in 2023? Um, did you guys hear any new music or see anybody? Yeah, it could have been someone that's been around a while, even if you saw him in 23. I know you mentioned Glenn Jones, uh, Kip. Uh, anybody see anybody that blew Man, their socks off? There is there is a duo called The War and Treaty, uh, Michael and Tanya Trotter. Um, Tanya Trotter used to be known as Tanya Blunt. Um, if you are aware of the sister act movies and remember when Lauren Hill sang um, uh, his eyes on the sparrow. Well, there were two girls. It was Lauren Hill and Tanya Blunt. Tanya Blunt is now Tanya Trotter and the war and treaty is her and her husband. And they're kind of Americana kind of country, kind of soulful. I think I saw uh, them on TV. They uh, were on the CMT uh, awards and, um, and they were just on something honoring Patti LaBelle. Uh, the CMAs, uh, and they sang um, "On My Own." It wasn't that the Michael McDonald, Patty LaBelle thing. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. If you get a chance to go to YouTube and see it, but the Warren Treaty—they're nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys. I'm so excited for them. Um, and I don't know if you guys are aware of a kid named Justin Lee Schultz. Justin Lee Schultz is a prodigy. He plays guitar, keys. He plays everything and you'll, you'll see him on Instagram and stuff like that. But he is absolutely ridiculous. And I kept saying, I hope one day he gets to meet Jacob Collier because he's the other one that's like crazy dope like that. Well, yeah. they're working on a project together now. Jacob yeah. Collier is amazing um, in, in terms of the music landscape. But of course, you know, PJ Morton is still out there doing his stuff. I think I mentioned earlier, Avery Sunshine. She has new music coming. Um algebra and anthony david um uh cy smith um there's some great music there really out there, man great. but the landscape is different 
We consume yeah. music differently. You guys talked about Spotify, but here's the deal about Spotify. Yeah, they don't pay shit. But if you got a million streams, that's a million more people than heard you on the radio. And you can do whatever you want with those streams. There's called Spotify analytics. You go in and find where those people are. You address your fan base directly. Um, yeah, no, it's probably not a game for people my age and older, unless you got the energy for it. But it's really more accessible than any record company experience could ever be because you can directly connect with your fan base. So if you got 100,000 people that you know will come and support you at $5 a WAP or $10 a WAP, that's $500,000 or a million dollars that you're not going to get working with a record company and all of that kind of stuff. You just got to figure out how to make it work. Like I said, you're your own industry and it's a whole different way. We consume our music differently, which means that we have to find our music differently. Sign up for Bandcamp every Friday. They release new music. They'll send you a list of their new music. You'll find something you like. Maybe you won't, but whatever. Just sign up for their list. Spotify sends out new music every week. Everybody does. We just have to find it differently. Yeah. It's out there, though. You're right. There's good yeah. music is out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm missing a whole bunch of people. Um, Eric Bellinger, who's my favorite little writer right now. Um, Robert, Black, Robert Glasper. Oh, my God. Robert Glasper. Terrace Martin. Oh, Terrence. my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Terrace, not Terrence. There's Terrace with no N. Terrace Martin is a yeah. dope saxophone player, keyboardist, writer, producer has worked with Kendrick Lamar and Robert Glasper and a bunch of other people. Um, but yeah, man, great music out there. We just got to go find it. Yes. It. Yeah. There's a, there's a artist, a, a young lady. I came up on uh snow Allegra. No Allegra. She's uh, ridiculous. She's yes. ridiculous. I like lucky day. Uh, I like, so his stuff is really good. Um, uh, Black Pumas. I'm a fan of the Black Pumas. I don't know, you know, they are they're they're kind of real different. Scott, you 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 know Black Pumas, right? You familiar with them at all? No, no, no? man. Oh, yeah. go check it out now. Look, look, look them up. They're fun. That's a fun, fun band. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, some some great music. Uh Victoria, uh Victoria Monet's kind of uh that new on my mama. I, I kind of uh, yeah. I like that. Mama on my yeah. Good. I feel yeah, like, I, like yeah I love it. Um, October London. October um, London is good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Uh, uh, he is coming to us in the spirit of Marvin Gaye, and right, we are, and we are receiving him all the way. Yes, <laughs> we are receiving it. Kind of digging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's some really cool stuff out there, man. Um, don't depend on terrestrial radio because terrestrial radio is led by these major labels who are feeding another agenda and i'm gonna yeah. just say it that way i listen to pandora and if i if I, I i throw in an artist that i like and then i just let the, the the algorithm take me to whatever other that's how i discover new music how i discover new artists and it's it's been it's been a boon to my uh musical uh palette expanding my listening because i know uh i'm not going to hear it i don't hardly listen to the radio i listen to uh um uh, what's that? What's the what's the uh, station? The jazz station here, Kip. Um, uh, Ninety one point nine WCLK. Yeah, I listen to CLK, and yeah. 
and, and I love CLK, brother. Yeah, man. CLK is dope. And man. because there's such an exciting soul music scene here, they yeah. still play a lot of artists that are Atlanta based. Um, right. Because like they'll play a song I did with Lil John Roberts, Closer to the Source. Um, you know, they'll play that. They'll play Algebra and um, uh, um, Anthony David's version of uh, Heaven, BB and CC Winans record. Um, they'll play, you know, uh, a lot of Kim Waters because Kim is here in Conyers and, you know, just nice, smooth jazz and soulful stuff that's from here in the region, mm -hmm. you know, which I really dig, you know, about yeah. them. Um, we live in, we're very fortunate to live here in Atlanta when it comes to um, music and uh, the the diaspora of it all. Yes. Yeah, more so than Charlotte. Since I, I was spoiled living in LA most of my life, you know, I got everything there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, groups will and bands will come to Atlanta, say, but not necessarily always Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we yeah. we got it. We have a blessed situation here, and I and I respect it. I have my band. Kipper Jones R&B Circus here from 1915 to I mean 1915. Yeah, pretty freaking much from yeah. 2015 to uh 2020 and it was an amazing run um and just to see and be a part of that community of live musicians, live bands, the venues, you know, the cat fights about venues and uh so when, when you went back to the bay, I saw a video of you uh in LA. Uh, oh yeah. I went the to the outdoor uh, thing you did. The outdoor it was Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So in my old hometown in Carson. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we went back and uh and 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 tried to do a little something. It was so freaking hot. I could barely breathe. <laughs> 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 that was the day I was like, okay, you really want to do this? <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So Greg, you're in Maryland? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Columbia, Maryland, so I'm like right between D.C. and Baltimore. Mm. I get the best of both worlds. Yeah. I've yeah. <laughs> yeah, been out here for uh, about 20 years now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I want to throw a couple of things at you guys that um, I felt strongly about, and I don't know if you guys care. Maybe I'm the only one. But um, how do you feel about the fact that um, – after all this time, the Grammys still don't recognize funk in any way. And also the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame situation with uh, black bands and funk bands and those two institutions and how, in my mind, I feel like they give short shrift to funk and funk bands. Well, let me address that because... You're cutting out. You're on mute. No, his signal's bad. We lost your audio, Greg. Mute. Can you hear us? Uh, there we go. Okay, hey. I think I hit my accident. All right. Yeah, but one of the things about the uh, funk, and it's both a blessing and a curse, is <clears throat> how do you define it? You you know, you say rock and roll, it's guitars, it's such such country, it's twang, hip hop, it's a lot of words per minute, and but you know, nobody has come up with an ironclad definition of what funk is. So how do you have a category for it if you can't say what it is? I'm not but letting you off the hook that easy, bro. No, bro. Um, because <laughs> because if you can get Americana out of country, if you can get bluegrass out of country, if you can get um, uh, uh, alternative out of rock and roll, if you can get, you know, you're squeezing out all these other subgenres, um, 
then I'm sure if you can open up a dictionary and find a picture of James Brown that says American <laughs> funk musician, um, that you can get a category for funk. Now, here's the issue, though, because now in 2023 and to Greg, to your earlier point, who's playing it? Church. Well, they got those categories already, but you know you're right. <laughs> you know you're right. The church musicians are killers. Killer but now, Kipper, you got a good point. You got a good point. Who's playing it? Who's playing it? Who's playing it? I'm playing it. Yeah, I mean, but it? I ain't got no record out. I mean, you know, everybody's not. I mean, who gets this? Uh, are you hip to uh, Fantastic Negrito? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. Really they, good. Okay, right. But, you know, those of us who know, know. But those of us who don't, don't know that these mugs have won the best blues Grammy for like the last three of the last four years, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, and again, if you can squeeze out blues out of what they do, then we can certainly get funk out of, you know, R&B. And, and, and that melding of R&B and hip hop has been so inarticulate. You want to talk about how do you define that? How do we get defined as, you know, they now they call it, try to call it traditional R&B and then R&B. It's like, huh? Well, but look, Beyonce is still the, in the, both categories? What the hell? The definitions, the definitions lie as to what comes out of the boardrooms until we get in there and let them know what is and what isn't funk. You're going to get some watered-down version that's, uh, you know, 54s up somewhere in Hollywood as to what funk is. And 10 times out of nine, they missed the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. And yeah. then you see but there still, still, Kipper brought up the point is who's playing it and who, who's who's out there that's creating this uh, uh, for the Grammys to even have a category for it right now. If Shaka Khan can win a Grammy. But but the rock and roll whole shit, thing, no though, new that's music. a whole other thing. Then Bootsy Collins could have won a Grammy. Then Bootsy's uh, doing music every year. But Shaka, when did Shaka get a Grammy for no music? When does she have a music? Does she not no music and uh, not any no. music? I'm talking about recently, right? No, did, she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So which, we're which, about, oh, we're talking about Grammys. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no it's all it, it. It's all kind of connected though, because because yeah, you're right. I mean, by the same token, um, she comes from a band. That was totally unrecognized in that whole situation, right? Yeah. So right. I mean, totally and, unrecognized, and, exactly. And, and there is no real funk presence at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, if you say, yeah, Sly, yeah, Parliament Funkadelic, didn't yeah, George win the Rock yeah, and Roll? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Parliament oh, yeah. Funkadelic, Sly Stone, um, but you won't see. I mean, you won't see Fishbone. You won't see Cameo. You won't see Ohio won't players, see war. Huh? No Ohio players, no war. No, no Ohio players. Game, no Commodores. The, the, the world is not right. The that's Ohio a spin. players. That's a spin. You know, but, but Foo Enemy, Fighters is in, though. Foo Public Fighters Enemy in got in, and, and they sent me uh, 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 one of their plaques because they said, if it wasn't for the music you wrote, we wouldn't have got in here. You Who's know, this? Public oh, PE. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, because uh, I wrote the music for By the Time I Get to Arizona. There you go. Yeah. And and um, so I appreciated that. But will I see that? 
No, I, I don't. I won't see that. Even though all the all all the categories that make you eligible to be a part of that. Oh, there's so many people that that should be in there, but it's all politically driven, and it's we. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we want to go down that road because which it's, is the reason why we invented uh, the Soul Train Awards and the BET Awards and the Image Award, the NAACP Image Awards. Um, I. I would I would receive an image award if I was ever nominated for one and I was and I didn't win. But if I ever were to get one, I certainly would. I wouldn't take a, an award from BET. I, I simply would not. I mm. simply would not for the fact of what they do with contemporary music right now. You're you're part of the reason why the the vibration is so low. Mm. Why we do music about killing each other and glorifying murder and rape and mayhem in this rape culture and all of that kind of thing. I'm not going to glorify that. If they gave me one, I'd go and say something they probably wouldn't want me to say. Um, because somebody has to speak against it. You know what I mean? And and talk or speak to it. Let me say that. Speak sure. to it. Um, I remember BET had that, uh, the, that program and they had uh, kids they had this. They had a real educational kind of thing. They would oh, they, Teen Summit. Teen Summit. There you go, man. I'm, BET used to be the shit, bro. They had yeah, Teen well. Summit. They had Yo MTV Raps. They, I mean, you used to go and sit on the couch with Donnie Simpson and have a real yeah. interview with somebody who knew like black people, <laughs> and you could have who like a conversation. BET Jazz. Oh, BET yeah. Jazz. Come on, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it it all made sense. It was a real effort to uphold a certain standard, but that has gone totally out of the window in in favor of commerciality. And especially because Bob Johnson doesn't own, not like he was the savior of black America, but he doesn't own BET anymore. And it's a Viacom interest. And again, they have separate interests. Some of those interests are private prisons. Sometimes they just want you to get locked up so somebody like a stakeholder might make some money. I'm just yep. saying, it is what it is. Yeah, it's uh, a pipeline, maybe you know that. Huh? It's a pipeline. It's yeah, absolutely. The the prison school pipeline. But yeah. what is it? By the third grade, they already know how many beds they need to have assigned. So, you know, and that's part of that plan. I'm 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 sorry if this you know angers some of your listeners or whatever, but you know, facts is facts, and you know they ain't always pretty. So, yeah, yeah. This, this is truth and rhythm. You know that the information okay. is available. Right. <laughs> it's the truth part. <laughs> if, you, if you care to look, the information is available. But I mean, the Grammys, it just kills me. Say, like hip hop, which is based on funk, you know, and it's got all these different subcategories and everything. And, and funk's still just not part of that discussion. Absolutely. Well, Jan Winter, when his in his latest. Uh, foot and mouth disease. Yeah. Um. You know, has the audacity to say, you know, black musicians and women aren't articulate enough for me to be concerned with, or whatever his off the cuff comment was. Uh, I mean, so that just shows you right there the kind of respect they have for uh, the creators of what it is that they call themselves celebrating. Isn't that um, funny? Rolling, uh, Rolling Stone, rock and roll. Uh, they conveniently. Just forget that Lil Richard was the main reason why you have a Keith Richards or a uh, any any of these guitar. any of them. And and um, the the name Rolling Stone comes from a Muddy Water song, right? 
the name of the band comes from that song and but but they aren't good enough to you know, kiss um anyway if you <laughs> up here on my wall man on my scribble board it says rock and roll hall of fame um for a couple of reasons one is i was super excited to see shaka get inducted um yeah because i had a song on her greatest hits album that i've long been excited about and i've just always been a fan and i think she deserves it um but she made I thought at the time she made my third rock and roll hall of fame association uh, um, because I wrote for her because I have a duet with Eric Clapton on Sonny Emery's rock hard cachet album. And because I have a duet with Sly Stone on the last tease album from 1988 that M2 may produced um, the remember record uh, Sly and I did a, a song called somewhere somebody written by uh, Mac McAnally. Um, and it's uh, just he and I on vocals standing across the mic from each other. Just cha I mean, I still can't believe it. But now it's four because Don Cornelius was also inducted this year um, uh, in this. What is it? Special something category. Um, and I used to dance on Soul Train. So, of course, Tommy, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, too, man, when you talk about historical significance, Sister Rosetta Tharp, uh, Louis yes. Jordan. You yes. know, you talk about rock and roll pioneers. Let's go back before Chuck Berry and, and Little Richard. Right. Look, right. look at who they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And right. I think I think that Louis Jordan is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. Is um, he? And Sister Let's Rosetta hope. Tharp should be. Um, I think so. Yeah, they might be in. They probably have like a special roots category or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's some little subcategory. You know, I mean Well, no, but I mean they're inducted though. They're, yeah. They are definitely members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. It, but you know, when I was thinking about the funk category, I was thinking nobody is recognizing DC's own go go. I mean, you want to talk about funk, man, and probably doesn't yeah. get much thicker than that. That's right. But but uh yeah, they um they they adjusted the categories and I think they call it folk roots or something, but it, it just made me think it, it could never be. Okay. That's rock and roll or that's funk. It's always some subcategory. It is almost like they're throwing you a bone or something to say, well, we're going to get you into this institution or that um, hall of fame on this pretense or something. And then, it almost like when Satchel Page got nominated for the uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame, you know, it was like, well, it was a Negro League induction. How come it couldn't just be a straight baseball induction? Yeah, so, yeah. that's. I mean, that's the history of our country. category, man. That's that's, and I think that's what's almost happening. If they don't address funk for what it is, they're probably going to make some kind of subcategory out of it. Yeah, and, and, um, that, and that's going to bother me. It's going to bother me a lot. Louis Jordan was inducted in 19, 1985. And, okay. And Sister Rosetta Tharp was inducted in 2018. 2018. It 2018. took that long. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. And inducted by Brittany Howard, which is totally dope because she is the current version of Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. Oh, yeah. 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 
Well, look how long it took for Shaka Khan to get in. I mean, she was eligible a long time ago. Oh, and we started all kind of um, campaigns and stuff because, you know, nobody was paying their attention. You know, the Yon winners of the world, they don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this Shaka? Shaka Khan? <laughs> oh, they know good and well who she was. They just like, eh, do we really want to uh, bring her to the party and invite her to the party? Are you? Yeah, are you? Are you a? Are, you a are, are we all Naris members, by the way? Tommy, are you a Naris voter? No, I am not. Actually, why? I don't know. Come on, man. Here's the deal, and I don't mean to shame you. Let me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, you already time. did. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm <laughs> taking it back. I didn't mean to use that tone, but we really can't complain about like the categories and the awards that they give and all that kind of stuff if we don't participate. Yeah. And it's funny. Uh, I had a guy that was uh, I was going to do that this year, but I'm definitely going to join. I'm going to I'm definitely going to join this year. If you need. OK, so every person who um, is uh, applying for a membership, you got to have a recommendation. So if you need one, call let me know because I they give every voter two recommendations per voting cycle. Okay, I'm gonna talk year, to you. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you. Yep, cause yeah, because I have I, I have two I haven't used them. Um <laughs> see I think maybe if they had the funk Grammy category or they were putting in the Ohio players and people like that in the Hall of Fame, maybe more young people would be inspired to try to do more funk music. It's kind of yeah. like a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Good you know? That's a good dot. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just like everything else with kids, right? You can't be it unless you see it. When you see it go down, you're like, oh, hell, I want to do that. But um, there are a couple of schools here in the area and a couple of private agencies that are working with them to get like music production suites in high schools, um, teaching kids how to program with Logic and using Logic and Pro Tools and, you know, and teaching them how to program through, you know, the software and record and do everything from podcasting podcasting to actual music recording. Those kinds of things are 21st century yeah. um, music in schools. Yeah. Um, but, brother, brother but I think it needs dad. to happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And every city has the one uh, high school uh, that's dedicated to the arts. Like you have Duke Ellington in D.C., Mm -hmm. You have the Philly Academy of the Arts where you get your uh, Christian McBrides and yeah. and uh, your Quest uh, Loves and all of those folks. You know, every city has one, but it's just not a given that every school has a music program like it used to be. Yep. It's almost like you have to really, really make an effort to get that. And uh, I... It's just like a lot of things. It's not so much if you can or can't do it. It's the accessibility. Well, guys, I, I want to um, give you a chance to talk about what you're looking to do uh, creatively in 2024. Um, you touched on that a little bit, but I want to give you a full uh, chance to do that. So, um, Niftali, let's go back to you again. Um, for the new year, what are you looking forward to getting done? Uh yeah, well, this documentary is is of course, you know, on my heart and and is a focus. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get it done. You know, February, March. You know, um, and once that takes off, I've been invited to uh, some festivals in the summer, 
And so I'll probably be doing that too. Yeah. Get the right. record out. Yeah. So it's gonna somehow, say. somehow <laughs> I, I will. Somehow. You got to do it, man. You got to release it because it's yeah. phenomenal. You know, I'll vouch for that. Yeah. That's about it. That's all. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm totally ministering the whole time, guys. You know, this is what I do. And this is what I continually do. And uh, I came back to uh, to make a statement and to just let people know that it is possible to keep to keep the genre alive. You know, do it again, you know, uh, and and do it and, and at my age. And so if I could do it, young people could do it. That's for sure. You know, so I'm here to lend a, that that helping hand up. You know, 24 looks like that to me. And your hand is totally healed? Oh, totally healed. That's yeah. great. Glad to hear that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it gives me a little problems when I really <laughs> work it, like playing Two Sisters of Mystery. That's a hard song to play. and uh, But it's it's good. It's good. Thank God. It's it's fine. I, w I was assaulted in, in um, and, uh, uh, North Carolina at the airport. And some guy crushed my hand. That's what he's talking about. What? I yeah. heard about that. Yeah. Really? North Carolina? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Airport. Wow. Yeah. Was... Well, I'm glad you're doing well now. Though. I am. I am. Thank God. I'm doing well. That's crazy. Yeah. I was embarrassed for my state here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought about you. <laughs> so, Tommy, uh, you talked about... Uh, the movie and so forth. What what do you got going for 24? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, progressing with the film, Isomosis, uh, I think we'll have, we'll, we'll receive some funding. That's what we're into now uh, in the search of funding and um, some pro producing produ production on that. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do any music. That's the thing I've been th thinking about. I don't know if, if it's like three stacks, you know, Andre 3000. He's like, well, you know, I don't have much to say. You know what I mean? I think I said <laughs> a lot in this uh, in Soul Survivor. I, I, I really poured my on the album. I have uh, George Floyd's uh, uh, murder impacted me so much that I wrote a song about not that particularly, but about black men, police and uh, killing black men and uh, and women. And uh, and the 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 uh, one of the this was several years ago. Of course, it seems like yesterday they were recurring on a daily basis these days. But a uh, mass killing uh, affected me so much. I just sat down and wrote a song about uh, it can happen here. You know, that's the title of the song. Uh, so this was one of the most personal uh, records that I've that I've written in a long time. So I don't know if I if I, if I have any other. Music, you know, I mean, uh, of course, I'll be recording if something hits me, if I feel I know there's some songs that I have that I didn't release that I'd like to put out. Uh, but uh, as far as I, I like to keep writing books, that's that's pretty much where my head is at right now. Uh, uh, writing novels and, and uh, doing it like that, but also getting into a lot of uh, I'm a very political person. I've, and uh, like like Kip, you know, I'm very involved in the socioeconomic uh, um world and the feeling of what's going on in this country and in this city and as far as black black people in general in uh, particular 
So, you know, I like to keep my focus there, but as far as creatively and, and things like that, yeah. Uh, writing more and uh, this osmosis film, I think is going to really make a difference. And we talked about young people getting more involved in funk. This, because it features young people in that era, I think seeing them playing, playing music, you know, the whole uh, uh, process when you're a kid, you, you're playing on borrowed instruments, you're playing in dive bars, and then, you know, you meet a guy who's a manager, you know, who's a neighborhood cat, you know what I mean, who wants to manage you, put some money behind you. Next thing you know, you're recording the record, and next thing you know, you're you're touring the world, you know, and and all the stuff that goes in between, drugs, the, the, the you know, jail, the, everything that happens in, in, in our, in our uh, uh, growth from kids to where we pray maybe we can get there maybe we don't but if we're blessed enough to become a, a, a household name then uh that path was not paved with gold it was it's rocky it's you know a lot of potholes and pitfalls and you know all kinds of stuff stuff that goes on so i think this movie is going to be very relatable to everyone who watches it not just musicians but people in general in life so that's i'm praying for that that's that's i think that's going to be a really really interesting kind of project to come out uh other than that stay healthy that's the <laughs> stay healthy so i can do all the shit i'm talking about yeah yeah excellent um very good uh, Greg, what about, are you going to keep uh, touring with Clinton and doing what else uh, in the new year? Yeah, well, you know, the good thing about the uh, the P-Funk gig is it's not a constant week after week after week kind of touring. It's mostly spot dates. So that will afford me some time to do some things in between. I keep talking about this solo project like it's a, a New Year's uh, weight loss resolution, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I really feel like <laughs> that uh, I got to put some uh, some real effort into that this year because um, you know, like I said, you know, I just want to leave something behind uh, for the kids and the grandkids as well. Because I mean, playing all this music and writing all this stuff and nothing to show for it, uh, I can do better than that, and I should. But uh, importantly, is that is. Uh, like I said earlier, the whole crusade to get these kids playing and performing musically is, um, is something I felt like really benefited me and millions of others in our youth. And I think it could do the same today, uh, given an opportunity. So, you know, let's hope that the uh, Baltimore Funk Foundation takes off and maybe that'll be something that will find its way to other cities uh, across the nation and across the world. You know, I had and, uh, on, on, and on a healthy thing, too. I got to get back out on my bicycle again. I, I missed my opportunity to do the Seagull Century and the One Love Century down in Atlanta this year because of my work schedule. So I'm going to make sure I get in at least 300 mile bike rides next year all right i'm a cyclist too so definitely go for it yeah one of the same <laughs> that's awesome yeah thank all you right. kipper what do you got uh, for for 24 man 
Uh, well, I, I guess we start out the year with this Vanessa Williams single that nobody's going to see coming. This is this is a left hook from outer space, and I'm so excited about it. Um, that's I think that's going to be the first thing. And then we launch right into February, which is Black History Month, and my Respect Yourself event, which is going to be here in Atlanta live, in Dallas live, and hopefully in L.A., the other, the other part, thing I wanted to say that I, I, I have this year, uh, other than the Respect Yourself event, is we are riding right into the 30th anniversary of Brandy's I Want to Be Down, of Brandy's first album. Um, and so I'm going to be celebrating that in a, bu- a bunch of bunch of really cool ways um, with some uh, merchandise line. Um, we did, a, I, I partnered with an artist named Denise Michelle, and we have a really cool um funky i uh it's not even like a logo it's just a design with the words to the chorus of the song creating this afro in this girl's hair and she's sucking on a lollipop and it's like really like super cool but there's that and uh, um let me see yes um so the vanessa williams project and then um respect yourself and then the brandy 30th anniversary record um, and I think that's a whole lot to keep me busy. But uh, at least for the addition, first half of the year. Uh, well, in addition to also the respect yourself um, event, the the performance itself, it also follows with a course, what I call an eight pod course, where we dissect all the songs, the writers, the producers, the time in which the songs came into being, and why they mean so much to this social justice movement in this country it starts out with the conversation about how people when we came to this country we had songs that we would sing to other plantations and other places so that people when they heard each other they knew what those songs meant they knew what those lyrics meant they knew what those drum beats meant they knew it was coded language even though we didn't all speak the same language when we came to this country because you know, people say, oh, well, they came from Africa. Yeah, Africa's a continent. So we came from lots of different, not just countries, but tribes within those countries. So we didn't all speak the same language, same dialect and all that kind of stuff. But what we did was we communicated with each other anyway, because we had music and that music was so full of not just it, it, context. It wasn't just the, the, the notes, but it was messages. And so I start out with all of that language talk about us bringing the banjo to this country and all of that kind of thing that we don't talk about anymore. But we end up at Frankie Beverly and Mays of all places. Um, because when you play before I let go back, if you play that in a room full of white folks, they're going for drinks. But if you play that in a room full of black folks, we head into the, dance floor to do the electric slide is what we do it's 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 uh it's cultural it is a that's thing the real black it, national anthem <laughs> yeah it, it is the official <laughs> black national anthem that is what i call it as well thank you brother greg thank you but um because it is a signal to all of us it's multi-generational get your grandmother get your mother get the kids we head into the dance floor to go do the electric slide that's what that song means Every performance that I've ever done it, that's what happens. So the same way that we started out is the same way that we are now. So I know that we can pull our collective vibration up and add this curriculum, shall you say, 
to our black music uh, conversation. And that's what I'm adding to the conversation. And I'm, I'm going to spend the whole year doing that too. So it's funny you brought up Maze. I just had them on on Friday. Which, which Maze? Yeah. Well, it's they were the touring band with Frankie Beverly. They split up. This so Jubu year. and them? Yeah, yeah. Jubu and Rome. And okay, all got them. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Got you. So um, that's Maze. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations on the uh, I Want to Be Down, man. I uh, I just heard the remix the other day on the radio. Ah, with Latifah and Light. And, and I was about this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, was, I was jamming, man. Yes. Yeah, good job on that, brother. Really. Oh, man. Yeah, my oh, favorite cut from that was Baby, Baby. Yes, which Baby. was our yeah. second single. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, that is so funky. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's funky. Now, that's funky. <laughs> yeah, it's so stripped down. Yes. But that's what made it as good as it was. It that's was what stood like out apart. Yeah. You could yes. see everybody playing. Yeah. 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 I appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so excited by what you all have coming for next year, man. I can't wait. Very yeah, cool. Me too. I wish you all the best of luck with it. And uh, I'm so grateful for the creativity you continue to bring into this world. Um, before I let you go, though, I, I got to ask you to. Well, I let you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, what can you say uh, to the viewers and listeners uh, for the holiday season and the new year? Uh, what can you give them for best wishes, for encouragement, whatever you like? So who'd like to go first? Um, I'll go first um, so I can be quick. Um, I think that if we could just find it in our hearts, whoever we are and whoever is hearing this, to just share a little kindness, it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything to hold a door for somebody. It doesn't cost you anything to ask somebody how they're doing and then to listen to them. Um, and I think that kind of shifts the atmosphere. If we all realize that we all love our children and that really kind of makes us all the same, um, I think we can we can do a better job at what this humanity thing looks like right now. Um but I really, really am praying for humanity. So that's what I want to say. Merry yeah. Christmas, everybody. Have a great, <laughs> great, great holiday. I just want to pick up, piggyback off of Kip. It was uh, it's similar in the same vein. Just there's so much chaos in in the world right now and in, 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 this, in this universe. Just people should just know that we're all connected. There's no way in the world that we can exist without each other. I think the pandemic really did a job on 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 human on humanity because it kept us from touching each other. It kept us from even in New York, you know, so crowded, you bump up against somebody just walking down the street. But that was a connection that humans have. I think what what happened was we and 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 maybe as a result of that chaos reigns today because of the lack of connection that we have with each other i think if we if we if we love each other and and remember that we're all the same that we all experience the same things i think uh block out the noise that is that is definitely all over and realize that we're all one no matter what race or, or religion or whatever it is, 
you know, where we all are the same. We all experience the exact same things when it comes to loss, when it comes to love, when it comes to everything. So just realize the humanity that exists in all of us and try to try to be a better person to yourself, to your children, to your wife, your husband, your, 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 your kids, whatever, just so you can live in this world, man. You know, that's, that's pretty much it. And everybody enjoy, enjoy your life, you know, you know, especially when we get where we are in age and we're up, you know, we, we do what we do, but we're, we're blessed and happy to be here. People go, Hey, you know, no, yes. Uh, don't you want to get this? Don't you want to get to this point? <laughs> you know? Don't you want to get where you have experience, where you've experienced life and you've experienced the ups and the downs and you, 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 you've had a life instead of saying, Oh, I didn't No, I can say I've had a life. I've had, I've been blessed to be, to have a career, to, to do something that, you know, is a, like a basketball player, you know, one in a million, you know, to be able to do what you to to be able to do this game and be in this thing. So yeah, just love each other, man, you know, and, and peace on earth, goodwill towards men. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, Greg, why don't you go? We'll let the minister bring us home. Okay. Um, um going to uh, pseudo piggyback on what everybody else is saying and and division amongst us is a money maker for those with the most money and, and i think that the the quicker we realize how much we are all the same and, and you know it, it we call it the holiday season because it's for the most part faithless you know it it yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah, there's Kwanzaa. Yeah, there's Hanukkah. And you could go on and on and on and on. But the the root of human existence is to love each other as we will want ourselves to be loved. Seems simple, seems corny, but it's a formula that works, but just hasn't been implemented to its fullest. And... And I think, you know, with the distractions of Christmas decorations being sold Labor Day weekend and all of this other stuff, let's remember if, if we can't do it, if we find it so hard to do it all year long, let's see how much of a habit we can make love for the next month. And then once it becomes a habit, then maybe it'll carry over into January. Maybe it'll carry on to the next year. Maybe it'll carry over to the rest of our lives. But we can't go on looking at each other side eye and hating people like we are and lying and cheating and stealing and being greedy. That's going to just it's going to be our undoing if we don't wake up and realize that that love is going to save all of us. And that's that's my um, that's my two cents and some change. Enjoy your holiday, everybody. Yes, sir. Excellent. Thank you, Greg. Neftali, what do you have for us? Well, you know, I, I totally agree with what everybody said. And I just want you folks to know out there that it's a big world. It's a big world we live in. And it starts with you. You are the one who starts the chain. You are the one that puts the wheel in motion. It takes one person to start a movement. Don't be discouraged. Find your peace inside of you. Find your calling and, and roll with it. 
like it's 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 the last day on earth because you don't know it might be. Tomorrow's not promised to any of us, you know. So treat every day like it is the last day. And like Greg said, I mean, respect your brother like you like you would want respect. Let's let's try respecting each other, you know. Um, and, and twenty four year, let's let's really make an effort to love. I I'm on a quest to love myself because that that's been a problem with me. And I know that once I accomplish that, then I can truly release everything in me. I can love someone else, but it's hard for me to receive. So I'm 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 really pushing the point of 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 just getting on equal ground with each other here. You know, loving each other like you want to be loved and find your peace. Find your peace and 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 I think once you align yourself, it's like being on on a train track. You you stay on that track, you're just going to go straight ahead. Well, if you look to the left or right, get distracted, you're going to go off track, and it's going to take you that much longer to get back on. In fact, when you get derailed, you might not get back on the track. It's hard. It's very hard. It's 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 easier, and it might not seem that way, folks, but it's easier to stay on track and move very slow than it is to passionately make a move that you're going to regret. The rules are real simple. Um, and I, I lost a very dear friend, a mentor this week, um, Reverend Carlton Pearson, whom I have, have just been following my, for most of my adult life. Um, and he makes it very easy for all of us to understand, all of us who are believers, um, to love God and love God's people. That's it. It's just that simple. So that is my prayer for everyone. God yeah. bless you. God keep you. Kipper, Naftali, Tommy, Greg, thank you so much. Uh, you know, we had some meaningful dialogue, I think, that went in some very interesting directions and very much appreciate you participating and your thoughts and, um, you know, your passion and, of course, the music. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Scott, you. for doing this. Rose Gallery. Thank and you I wish all. you Love all, man. Brethren. Best of the holidays. Uh, be safe. Be good. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth and Rhythm. A big thank you goes out to our guest as well as to you, the viewer and listener. Also, much gratitude to Pleasure for supplying the show's funky opening and closing music. As a reminder, you can always access the complete list of linked shows by episode at funkinstuff.net. I urge you to support this program and receive the extra benefits along with that by subscribing to the Funk and Stuff channel on YouTube and sharing it with funk, R&B, and jazz lovers, joining Truth and Rhythm's membership program at Patreon, submitting a donation at funkandstuff.net, buying Everything is on the One, the first guide to funk book at Amazon, shopping at the Funky Things store for cool merchandise at funkandstuff.net, and linking through funkandstuff.net for all of your Amazon purchases. In addition, if you're an artist or anyone seeking proven, results-oriented, professional marketing, PR, writing, or editing consultation or production, check out the media services section at funkinstuff.net. Also, I encourage you to drop me a line at scottg at funkinstuff.net. I love the feedback, suggestions, guest requests, appearance and sponsorship inquiries, and just talking about my favorite subject, groove-based music. For now, and as always, this is Scott Dr. GX Qualfine saying, 
Keep on vibing to the rhythm of the one.